Marty! Steve! How are you? Oh, I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. I've been... I'm. I'm so very excited about this week. I have been looking forward to it. You know why? No. Well, two things. One, it's finally a chance for me to find out if you actually died because of all your overheating last week. Oh, no, I made it. (laughs) Okay, well, it's good to know. But really, I mean, I think you know at this time of the week, after everything we've been through in the last week or so, that really what I am most excited to to follow up on is I am really, 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 really super excited to get your feedback on louder milk. Okay, so here's where we're at. All right, and I'm going to be completely honest with you. I forgot what louder milk was. Oh, the show! I didn't get a chance to watch it. I've been super busy. Name three things you've done and go. Uh, Baldur's Gate. Starfield, and I've been learning how to draw. Those are technically three things. Thank you. You're in time now. We're going to talk to other people now. I learned how to draw spheres yesterday. Not good ones. Hi, Lucas. <laughs> hey, Steve. He is correct, you know, and, and he did list the, line, the lines lineman last week as well, so... You still haven't stepped in. I'm going to pass the ball to you as I just sit here and process what the last two minutes of my life has been. Yes, well, we're about to go off the rails uh, even more because uh, we have a yet a, another guest joining us today. Cameron, what have, name three things you've done this week. Baldur's Gate. Watched Rome. And worked on my resume. Ah. Well, that, that that sounds like a, a loaded list. So that uh, looks like Steve's done applying his chapstick um, pretty pretty aggressively, I might add. But uh, so maybe we can start to get into things here, Steve. What do you think? I would be super duper excited for that. All right. So. Uh, so I don't mess this up to, uh, this time. We we are doing a ten for ten. This is question number one. Let's let's keep track of these so it's not to confuse Alex this time. Uh, if you were to die on the mountain, if you had to pick one player uh, that you think was going to overperform this year or underperform based on where they were drafted, uh, who would it be? And then let us know as well where they were drafted, just for context. Cam, let's start with you. Oh man, I was hoping you wouldn't start with me. Um, I'm gonna say, based on the overperform and based on the week one performance, I'm gonna go with Brandon Ayuk. It's mm, a good one. Brock Purdy seem, seems to love him some Brandon Ayuk, as Steve put so eloquently this past weekend in our in our guys who love football chat. Um, I was genuinely surprised at how much he he got the ball. Yeah, as as a Debo Smith, or Debo Smith, as a Debo Samuel owner, uh, I also noticed that. Um, <laughs> I was I was not as happy that he chose uh, not my player. Um, but no, I mean I heard a lot of good things about him preseason too, so I wasn't surprised to see it. Yeah, he's just not a guy that. 
I've ever really targeted in my draft because he's been a underperformer in years past, but it, it seems like he's going to finally hit his stride here. I'm trying to see where, Oh, so he was drafted in the sixth round. Yeah. Uh, pick, pick 55, which we have to add 10. So technically it's pick 65 um, in our draft. So yeah, that would definitely, especially considering Debo was uh, my second receiver. I picked up at, at 39. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have hoped that he would have gotten the numbers that Brandon got, but no, that's a good one. Steve, how about you? Josh Jacobs has shown to be what I thought Josh Jacobs was. Less than three yards of carry, two catches against a Denver defense that isn't world-breaking. So I think, I think one of the things I talked about as I thought last year was going to be Josh Jacobs' career year, and uh, so far I feel vindicated in that. The one thing in his favor, though, is I think the – Backup running back, Zamir White, had a total of one carry, so he is the only show in town. And he was a keeper selection, but we've talked about that was a rock and a hard place selection and still is the better of the two picks at this point. Alex, how about you? Joe Burrow made me sad, but I know it's not his fault. Um, The Bengals' offense made me sad, just in general. Um who I think did super cool. That's just wide receiver that I forgot his name. Here we go. What's his name? You guys know his name? The wide receiver? Yeah. From from the Jets? Yeah. Who did good? Yeah. There really wasn't one. It wasn't no, Garrett was... Wilson, I can tell you that. Yeah, he had that sick touchdown catch. That, 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 that was, was pretty cool. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, you know. They took Aaron Rodgers went down with a you know like a thing, and then Zach Wilson came in. That guy still was like, "I'm gonna make this sweet catch." Oh yeah, and we'll get into that more later. Um, thank you for fan. answering the question. <laughs> thank you for answering the question in your own Alex unique way. Um, You're welcome. By, by not answering it, so but I. Oh wait, what was the question? Did I misunderstand it? <laughs> yes. Who's going to by the end of this season overperform or underperform? Not in week one. Uh, but but in general, overall, yeah, the Bengals, and I think Garrett Wilson's going to be solid. Okay, I'll take the Garrett Wilson. I, now, I understood the question; you just misinterpreted my answers. Fair point. It's like if I asked Cam what two plus two was, and he said he had spaghetti for dinner. That's what just happened. <laughs> Did he have four spaghettis? I think I will know when we have made it as a podcast when our first sponsor can be something like Pepto-Bismol or Alka-Seltzer, and we can literally just work that advertisement into the show. Alex can give an answer, and you can just hear me plop, plop, fizz, fizz, or just shotgunning the Pepto-Bismol. I think we have an early contention for uh, uh, episode name here, plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Uh, (laughs) Low-key, do any of you guys think Pepto-Bismol tastes kind of good? No. Yes. Yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world. I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like flavored chalk, like if chalk was like tasted good. You know? No. Hey, for, for from somebody who ate paste in first grade, I, I agree with you. So Thank you. Yeah. Uh quick follow up on this question though. Um it is only week one. Do you guys feel you're overreacting to some of these uh week one performances so far, or do you need uh you only needed one week to decide. Oh, no, I sh- I'm sure I'm overreacting. So you think Brandon Ayuk will come back, back to earth? 
in my heart of hearts, yes. Josh Jacobs could rally, but I didn't see anything that's going to change my mind. But your bigger point isn't lost. It's clearly just a week, so everything that was on the table is still on the table. Yeah. I am also overreacting. The Bengals played in like a rainstorm. Yeah, considering you said the entire Bengals. Yeah. It bummed well. You know, I have the Bengals offense on my team. Leave me alone. Well, and, and the good news is they don't play the Browns for 17 weeks straight. Otherwise, you may have a good point there. So, Thanks. All right, all right number two. Uh, if you knew on draft day that Cooper Cup would miss the first four games of the year um, but then would be back and healthy, where, where would you draft him? Uh, Alex, we'll start with you. Third round. That is the correct answer. Good job. Is it? There was a correct answer? Yes, it it's whatever Steve doesn't say. So, Steve, follow that up. Well, he's right, or I agree, if third round is third round draft as opposed to keepers around 1-2, one, one, because I'm thinking of what I talked about last week. The end of round two of the actual draft, pick 30, Jalen Waddle goes off the board. That's the point where Cooper Cup comes into play for me, because at that point you're picking your poison and who you believe in, and I'm willing to – I'd have been willing to wait it out at that point for him. Cam? Cam? Yep. Third round is where I'd have him as well. Um, even then, he's approaching the age where, like, where that leg comes back. And, again, he needed a movement specialist where, like, how do you come back from that? Does he come back as the same player? He's going to get the volume because Matthew, Matthew Stafford throws the ball to him all the time. I just don't think he's going to get the yardage. Yeah. So speaking of that, uh, were you a little bit surprised by the, the Rams game and the receivers who were thrown to in Cup's absence? Yeah, who was the guy who took over? Uh, one of them was Paku Nakua. I yeah. totally screwed that up, but since nobody's listening, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Van Jefferson and I believe Atwell were the two that were expected to get the volume, but it was, it was the other two. I can't think of the, the fourth one, Steve. Puka Nakua and Atwell have the, had the big games. I think Van oh, okay. Jefferson was pretty much not there. Yeah. Uh, oh, Higby. Higby was the other one that was expected to get the, yes. the volume. Yep. yep. So how, how surprised were you that Stafford just totally picked two new receivers to start throwing to? I think it's more he's still confused on who is who and doesn't know the receivers' names yet. And thought he was throwing to Tutu Atwell and it was Paku instead. I got to say, I don't know if it's chicken or egg, but again, after week one, like the Rams have won me over a little bit. I think it it is week one, but it was in Seattle. That is a hard place to play in. Stafford looked good. Guys got open. So was it Stafford coming back? Is it under wide receivers we didn't know about? Is it the the Ram system? Like whatever it is, I was impressed. And they I, were they certainly weren't getting help from the running game. I think a healthy Stafford changes a lot of things. Yes, and I think maybe that's what I wasn't getting at. It seems like there can be a healthy Stafford, and maybe we didn't know about that going into this season. Well, all I know is I'm no longer in the Eliminator Challenge thanks to that crap, so uh, moving on. Um, speaking of things I hate, what are your initial thoughts on IDP and defensive scoring, that, that double, that our new rule change this year? Steve, go ahead. So 
I know that you are not a fan. And I'm not sure where I land on it yet, but I want to kind of let's work our way backwards here. So I know one of the points of contention for you was TJ Watt, and we'll go to the defenses in a minute, but TJ Watt has a fantastic game, and that is five tackles, three sacks, four forced two forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. Regardless of scoring system, what in your mind is a point value that acknowledges how great that is but does not go too far in that direction? Uh, 15 points seems fair to me on, on something like that. On average, defensive players, if they score around five to six, that's, that's what they should be doing. Um, if they absolutely blow up, it should be around 15. Okay, so that's maybe why you and I aren't on the same page. I think that is one of the best performances we'll see all year and, and should be honored accordingly. So I'm not right and you're not wrong. I just I think that's why we're on different ends of the spectrum with this conversation. Yeah, to me, fantasy football should be about the offensive players. Uh, defensive players are a novelty, uh, and they always have been. And um, I want to win or lose based on the offensive players scoring. So what would you – so the the tackles are a point, the sacks are five, the forced fumbles, I'm pulling that up. Tell me – so I'm getting the exact numbers. Would you change all of it? Would you change some of it? Uh, yeah, so we doubled everything. Uh, I like the way that it was. The way that it was before felt right to me uh, for the defense uh, and, the, and the individual players. It's kind of almost like – you know, receivers get two points for a catch and eight points for a touchdown and, you know, stuff like that. It's just, it feels like overkill. So you want to totally revert back to where we were? Correct. Okay. All right. I'll flip that back around to you. The Cowboys, shutting shutting them out, getting a couple defensive touchdowns and some sacks. About how many points do you feel a team defense should get there? I'm not opposed to the 40 that it generated. I mean, that's in, in 2023 to pitch a shutout. That feels like a big deal. Uh, and that is two touchdowns as well. Multiple sacks. Like I'm not hating the number. Like Tyree kill had what well, I think 210 catches, 200 yards receiving three touchdowns. I think that equated to about 43 points. Yeah. But that's, on par. that's one individual putting yeah. up that score line versus a team of 11 together putting up that scoring line that's that's where i have a problem with it it's you're not putting your all your eggs in one tyree kill basket you're putting it in 11 separate dallas defensive player baskets any one of them can make that play and you get the points tyree kill has to be the one to make that catch for you to get those points quick side note i think two should get a lot less credit for some of those catches but i i get partially kid well, I think it's fair, but I, I will also say one of my growth areas as a human being, fantasy football, is I have been involved in way too many contentious conversations about this in the past. So, like, I like where it's at. You don't. And if we want to voting it away, I'm, I'm okay with it. But I am curious what the other folks think. Yeah. So, so with full disclosure, as we discussed before the podcast, I'm the only one that was affected by that this week. Uh, if we had not doubled the defensive points, I would have won. Uh, all the other matchups would have been the same. So uh, take that as you will. Alex, how do you like it? Help I me out like here. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> oh, also, I want to change my answer to the previous question. Wait, did he answer the current question? 
Yeah, he said. He said he liked it. Okay. He said that right away. It made so, me care about defensive players for once. I did not care about them before. I now care about them. And I think that that's anything that makes me care about people is a positive thing. Also, previous answer, two a tag two a tugs is somebody that I think is going to be great. You call two a tugs? What? Yeah. Two a tugs. You call him two a tugs? Okay. Yeah. That guy. He's going to overperform or underperform? He's going to overperform. That guy's going to kill it. Anyway, back to defensive players. Yeah, I like him. That's it. Cameron, how do you feel? I'm kind of the middle child on this one. Um, I don't like how high it is. I do think it needed to be tweaked. Um, but I think we need to find a balance here because it is way too high. Like, I think I need a mention of, like, for the individual defensive players, um, maybe keeping the turnovers and all that stuff doubled, but reverting the tackles back to a half a point. Um just so that you're still rewarding those those things like a fumble, like so TJ Watt would have the reward for doing that awesome game still, but getting a normal tackle should not be a full point. Um, because yeah. again, I I will say I benefited a lot because freaking Robert Smith or whatever his name is, um, had 16 tackles. Yeah, one sack and I got twenty points out of them. Like that's that's incredibly high. Yeah. Um. The when it comes to the Cowboys and the team defense stuff, like you look at their their stat sheet and they just did everything. Like so, that's kind of hard to gauge too. So, I mean, a blocked punt, a black field goal, a black field goal for return for a touchdown. Seem like twenty thousand sacks. Like it's just six, six, yeah. So it it that one to me is a little bit harder to gauge. Um, but again, going back to the IDPs, I think I voted with you, Lucas, during the the rule changes. I want to get rid of them. I don't think we need to have them anymore. Um, so take that for what you will as well. Yeah. See, I that's where it doesn't fall well for me. Uh, and here's another point, Steve. Congratulations, you touched a guy, right? Because a tackle could be, oh, whoops, you bumped into me and fell down. Here, have a point. But you make that awesome one-handed, three-fingered catch like Odell Beckham did, and you get a half a point. Like, what's what's more skillful, um, tackling somebody, touching somebody, or or catching catching a ball? That's what we'll do. I'm going to throw you a ball, Lucas, and then I'm going to have to have you try to tackle Derrick Henry, and we're going to see which one's harder. No, touch Derrick Henry. All I have to do is be the last person to touch him before he goes. I can push him out of bounds, and that's a point. I'll take that. I'm going to throw you a football. I'm going to see if you can catch it, and then I'm going to dare you to touch Derrick Henry. Okay. We're getting into dirty territory here. He doesn't have to touch him wrongly. You know, it's a consensual touch. Here's the thing, too. Do you get points for a half tackle or a half a sack, I mean? 
Um, I, did they yes. even score it that way now, Steve? Do you know? I mean, does the NFL do that? Yeah, a half a sack for us would be two points. Yeah. Yep. But so, that's a sack. But, that well, takes more skill. It's still helping. So yeah. I guess, I don't know. Right, like so I said, me, uh, I think in theory, it just needs to be tweaked and balanced a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Steve. So kind of this is a Lucas, your model cam you weigh in too. So uh, looking at TJ Waters or poster child, you got four points for a fumble recovered. You'd want to knock that down to two. No, I think that kind of stuff should stay doubled. It's okay. it, like, it's for me where it gets kind of wonky is the full point per tackle. Yeah. Well, I would, okay. But just to sit that for a second, if we did that, that's the only change we made. He goes from 26 points to 23 and a half. Because you only have five tackles. Sacks and turnovers. Yeah. I thought you were saying you want to leave sacks and turnovers as is. I did. I I referenced my defensive or my linebacker or whatever as the um Yeah. He would have gotten eight he would have gotten twelve points instead of twenty. Yeah. If if it was a half a point per tackle. And with a sack and yes, that's a lot of tackles. You you should get points for that. I I agree, but that that feels more like a than twenty points. Like twenty points for a receiver is like over a hundred yards and a touchdown. Yeah, and and a sixteen tackle game with one of them being a sack doesn't feel on par with a hundred yards and a touchdown. I mean, it's a it, it's a lot of tackles in one game for someone, but yeah. it just again it, it just doesn't seem balanced. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. We will park that for now. Uh, moving on, what was your uh, biggest surprise in week one, Alex? What was that like besides the Bengals? Because you already mentioned them. Sorry, I'm taking that off the board for you. No. What was your, what was your biggest surprise in week one? Oof. Mm. Well, I mean, to be like in the NFL or just like, you know, just in general? Um, For you, let's go just in general. You know what? I was I was genuinely surprised by how many points defensive players got. I in no way thought they were going to get that many. We just talked about it, so I feel it's relevant for me to continue. But uh, other things I was surprised about: um, Aaron Rodgers taking a tumble. That was surprising. Zach Wilson coming in there. Do 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 do. do. That's about so, it. Okay. Well, we'll we'll talk about Rodgers next. But I I'm curious. Uh, do you think Zach Wilson won that game for the Jets, or do you think they won in spite of him? I think Zach Wilson's a young man that's going to come back and really show his worth, you know? He had a little bit of tutelage under Mr. Rogers, and, uh, you know, I think the Jets won in spite of him, but I think I think he'll come back, you know what I mean? You know what All right, I mean? well... To, to pull a, a secret question out of our secret mailbag that exists somewhere in the ether, uh, one of our fans asked us, what do you think Robert Salas sees in Zach Wilson? Why is he sticking with him and not saying, uh, I will go out and sign anybody, including Top Brady? Because he's a first-round pick. So is Charles Rogers. Yeah, and how long did we stick with him? Was it like three years, wasn't it? Uh, too long, whatever it was. Yeah. Try right, Steve. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Steve, what was your biggest surprise? Um, I went to it again, but I come away really, really impressed by the Rams. I mean, I. It's a week, but they, they I have moved the needle with them with Tom, uh, Sean McVay, excuse me, 
Stafford just looked really good. They're playing in a crummy division. The Niners are great. Even if they lose both those games, I think the other four games against the Seahawks and the Cardinals, um, I think I think they're a player. And and that's fine for them to be this year because we have no more draft picks from them. So, yeah. Cam, how about you? I was surprised at how abysmal the Giants were. Yeah. I thought they'd be I thought they'd be able to get something going, but nothing went right in that game for them. Um I mean that first drive, Daniel Jones was moving the ball with his legs. Um Saquon had a couple decent runs, but I mean once that field goal got blocked, it was over. And um I don't know if they're going to be able to repeat that match. I mean, they weren't even that good last year. They just benefited from being in a crappy division and winning one game in the playoffs. So, yeah. Um, but to look that bad, like Steve said, in today's NFL, to get skunked, and, the, and in the way they got skunked, it just, that was impressively bad. And on so, prime time. And on prime time. Uh, so I hate to say this, but how much was them and how much do you think it was the Cowboys being good? Oh, I think the Cowboys have an outstanding defense. Uh Um, I don't know where the Cowboys will be, say nine or 10. I I think they're going to be ripe for injury, but, um, we'll see. Great segue. Thank you. So speaking of injury, uh, besides all of the funny-ass memes we've been uh, posting on our threads, uh, what are your thoughts on the Aaron Rodgers injury, and, and how do you think that's going to impact the rest of the Jets? I, I, for one, am really pissed off. As much as I laughed, and I, I, I'm fine with him getting hurt, and I think it's really funny on multiple levels because I'm not a fan of the Jets or the Packers or Aaron Rodgers, Um uh, there goes half of my strategy for three quarters of the leagues that I'm in right now. I've got Garrett Wilson and I was like, great. He's got a, he's got a quarterback throwing to him. He's the number one receiver. This guy's going to take off. Now I'm screwed. Um, so I, I'm, I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping they bring in an actual capable quarterback because I don't think as highly of Zach Wilson as, as Alex does. But, um, what are your thoughts, Steve? You know, you were, when we were talking about the scoring thing, Lucas, you were talking about like what's harder to do in the NFL. And I'm thinking to myself, I think when you were talking about that, I was literally thinking about that touchdown pass from Zach Wilson to Garrett Wilson. Like ballpark, I'm guessing that totaled 14 fantasy points because it was a short touchdown. I think Garrett Wilson should have got 13 and a half of those 14 points. Like if that was all him. And I'm getting to your question of like, it's just gotta be so hard to be a Jets fan right now. Like, Robert Sala just, I don't know what makes a good coach, but he's got it, whatever it is. Like that defense, like your matchup aside, what they did to Josh Allen was incredible. Uh-huh. And if they could have just a, like if they could have a Derek Carr right now, they'd still be a Super Bowl contender. But to have this, this clown at quarterback, I mean, it's just ruined a promising season. I mean, it, it would, I feel bad for him. I think they are not a playoff team. Worst case scenarios, like the their win was going to be their shiny moment for the season. I think it's just downhill from here. So, so do you think that's why Salah said what he did, and that no, Zach's our guy. He's our starter. 
Uh, we, we might look around for other quarterbacks, but do you think he's saying that because that is all he has right now and he's trying to get confidence in his guy, but secretly he's like, oh my God, get me a quarterback or the right, because we've, we've got a chance here this year, but not right now. It's got to be. I mean, you've got to put on the game face, but sure, behind closed doors. I mean, in all seriousness, if you thought off the top of your head, what are your options? Tom Brady, Carson Wentz, like if you just – what else are you going to do if you're the Jets general manager right now? I'd grab either, either one of those two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cam, you're nodding your head. Yeah, no, I'd agree. Like, Carson Wentz, for how bad he is, he's still an upgrade over Zach Wilson. Um, and you give Wentz a, a decent line, he may be able to do something. Um, Dalton, Andy Dalton might be a, a – serviceable game manager. You don't need someone to go out and break the bank offensively. You just need a game manager to get some points. That defense is going to show that they can win games with it. Um, yeah, I... And man, they showed they had a running game last night. Right. That's where, I was, that's where I was going. Like, Rogers' injury is, gonna, is great for Brees Hall and Delvin Cook owners. Um, it sucks for the Garrett Wilson owners. Um, I don't know if Rogers comes back from this at being 40 and having your Achilles snap. He's going to go into his darkness retreat, your thing. And like bid was saying, get the 11 herbs and spices all over it. And then, <laughs> I, I just I can't imagine coming back from that and having to cut and plant and throw like it's going to be interesting to see. Um, has he ever had a long term injury like that? That that comes to mind for me. Um, you know, I had a knee injury that took him out for like six weeks about seven years ago. That's it. Yeah, but he's never missed a full season. Sorry, quick quick funny note. He did miss most of the season when he was. Far of his backup because he slipped in the bat in the in the shower. <laughs> but to your point, as the starter, Cam, yes, yes, you are correct. Yeah. All right, Alex, you're the Jets GM. Who who do you uh, who do you pick up at quarterback? Well, okay, so I'll go on a tangent first here, and then I'll tell yeah. you who I'm going to pick up as a quarterback. So you remember like all those people that got all that GameStop um, money? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With stocks. I've been kind of doing that too, but in like a way dumber fashion. And I, this is relevant, I promise. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter if it is or not. Go ahead. Okay. So basically, GameStop's pretty well known because they're, they're making some pretty bad business decisions. And quite a few years ago, they bought an insane amount of Zach Wilson figurines. And I have been slowly sitting, waiting as the price has been flying down and down and down. And currently, I just checked again, and they are now $4. Buy one, get two free. So... <laughs> I will soon I'm I'm waiting for my moment, you know, to buy low. And they might be as low as they can get, but I just wanted that's a fun story I have. Well anyway. Mothers of the World Unite, go pick up your Zach Wilson figurines. Yeah, four dollars, buy one, get two free. Four dollars for three Zach Wilson twelve inch Funko Pop figures. Anyway. First of all, I'm not gonna let Lucas's down low comment of genius right there slide with that end comment. Nice work there. How Back big did you say they were? 12 inches. Yeah, that's like life size. Yeah. 
He does. I don't think he has the headband though. No, he doesn't. Okay, so if you're the GM, Alex, you're going to buy a whole lot of Zach Wilson Funko Pops, but what might you do with the real-life quarterback position? I don't know. It might be just kind of funny to do that. Can you imagine seeing that in the news? Um, uh, Let's see. Who would I who would I hire as QB? I saw Colin Kaepernick's agent again reached out to the Jets mm-hmm. to say, like, hey, I'm available. But, like, how many times has this guy got to reach out to a team and it's like, got to be like, nah, man. I don't think that's gonna happen either. No, yeah. that would that would be interesting four years ago. Like I would have too many concerns about him just not being not playing for years um, well, to really get up to speed quick. I feel like it happens every year. One team loses their quarterback and they're like Colin Kaepernick. No. Anyway, trade for Bailey Zappi. He's the future. There you go. I'm backing up a Brinks truck to Tom Brady's backyard in San from the pure entertainment value, because it's the Jets and it'd be taking the Patriots, you know, quarterback, I would, I would absolutely love it. I would just love to sit back and, and grab some popcorn. But seriously, I want to stay here for just one second though. Like, if you're Tom Brady, like, this seems like the play. Like, this is a good defense. You don't have to be fantastic. You've got Garrett Wilson and you brought, you talked about it real quickly, Cam, but that running game, my word. Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall are spectacular. Like, yeah. Tom Brady becomes their quarterback. He needs a he needs a little time to w- learn the playbook. I, they're Super Bowl contenders to me. All right. So, uh, so you have the number one waiver wire pick this week. Um, question six, by the way, for those keeping track, because I'm horrible at saying numbers before I ask these. Um, you have number one waiver wire pick this week, and you can get it for free. You'll stay number one, so you can grab anybody you want. Who are you getting? Alex, who are you going for? Actually, this is relevant, Alex, because you do have the number one waiver wire pickup. So who who are you getting this week? <laughs> wow, that's a great question, Lucas. Do you even know who's available, Alex? Wow. I'm going to say, well, to be honest, I'm glad you reiterated because I didn't hear the question the first time because I was busy buying Zach Wilson figure. Thank you for sending the link, by the way. I'm I'm working on mine as well. You're welcome. Apparently they're eight dollars now. They raised the price. The bums. GameStop needs to make a better website. Um, I would say I don't know who's on free agency. Let me take a look here. You know. All right, we'll give you time, Steve. How about you? Thank you. Um. I don't have a qualm with the fact that we moved waiver wire pickups to this morning, but I'm bringing that up only in the sense that one of the values of having it on Thursday morning is we could have seen the Wednesday practice report. Cause I think for me, it's going to be AJ Dillon would be my priority pickup because if uh, Aaron Jones is out with the hamstring injury, I need to back that up. Um, otherwise it is uh, who's the general, the chargers running back that I'm not thinking of because Austin Eckler's got the bum ankle. Joshua Kelly. So I think I would be looking at a running back who's got a path to starting this week. So that would be your answer if if I didn't have to gamble anything. But if I've got high priority, these two are not worth it. This is somebody I'd pick up if I was eighth, ninth, or tenth in the waiver wire order, and I don't really care if I I drop back a couple of spots. Cam? Um, Based on my team, I'm picking up a goddamn kicker. Um, <laughs> hey, I'll throw, 
throw yourself out there and you'll get three more points next week. I know. Um, I might take a hard look at Brock Purdy, though. Um, if if I needed a quarterback, he seems to be someone that could be a good uh, streaming play. Um, Mac Jones played really well, but I don't know if he can continue that. So that's probably I'd probably go in the QB realm. Now, what what sort of quarterbacks that did get drafted out there would you put Brock Purdy ahead of? Right, because again, I go back to my question. It's only been one week. Yeah. Um, I have a personal rule myself not to overreact after one week. Give oh. me a two to three weeks worth of, of something to, to react to. So um, if you had a quarterback that did not do well this week, like, okay, Joe, Joe Burrow is the extreme. You're not dropping Joe Burrow. But um, pick any other quarterback that didn't have a good game that usually is a good player. Uh, do you drop him for Brock Purdy? Um, well, I'm looking, so I'm looking at Bob's team and we'll get to them, them in a little bit, but like Deshaun and Goff, Deshaun outscored Goff by three points and he still only had 29 points. Uh, who so do you drop one of those two for Purdy? Um, I mean, it's possible. I don't know. Probably not. Again, it's so hard to do this in week one uh-huh. because Goff played a great game on Thursday. Yeah. Well, let me look. Let me ask you, Cam. I, I, I did a quick look while you two were talking of like the ten, the ten backup quarterbacks that were drafted, and I think Lucas's theory holds a lot of water. The one exception would be the nineteenth quarterback drafted was yours, Cam. Geno Smith didn't look great. I think that is a guy I would, after week one, I would get rid of him for Brock Purdy. See, and that's where. I would I would have it personally a little trouble with that just because of what he did last season. Um, I, I would want to see another game or two yet from him before I cut bait on him. Yeah, that's why why I'm having trouble with the, the question is separating what I would personally do, which is not make a waiver wire for a skill position pickup in week or in week two, unless someone is completely out there that everyone should want. Um, versus on the paper and yeah if I if we're gonna go based on that you look at again Lamar had a shitty game Burrow had a terrible game like but those are all big name quarterbacks that should yeah in theory rebound well the the other one that comes to mind is is Daniel Jones right yeah Yeah. oh yeah do you even I mean the Cowboys just dominated everything there do you really cut bait on him already well, I would never have drafted him. But did he get picked? Uh, yeah, I believe Kelly has him. I would drop him. To me, real quick, I think the one kind of cheat code, and I know I stole that from a podcast somewhere, is Brock Purdy is in his second year. That's the year you be. That's the year you get to be something you haven't always otherwise been. Like to me, Geno Smith is always Geno Smith is who he was last year. Was the outlier. That's what I believe. I'm telling you guys to believe the same thing. So I've got that versus second year player. This is the biggest growth move that they make. I think you have to. I want to get in early on that. Alex, well, see, I'm in a wonderful position because I have Darren Waller. After watching the Giants, I feel like I can drop him without any penalty. But I'm having trouble because, like, whenever I pick up a dude, I don't think 
Because Aaron Rodgers, I mean, not Aaron, Aaron Jones' backup was like a solid choice. But knowing me, it's not going to work. Because I feel like he's just going to come back and be like, oh, I just had a cramp. I need to eat a banana. <laughs> you know what I mean? However, I didn't watch the Falcons game, but I know that Algier guy did pretty solid. But I don't think – because he's split in time, isn't he? So that's that's the thing. He He's a second-year player. Correct, he was a rookie last year. Yep. Uh, yeah, he had 15 carries to Bijan Robinson's 10. Um, I'm I'm worried there with Bijan, first round pick, stud, top 10 pick. Like he's going to slowly eat into that. So yeah, he did good week one, but how long is that going to last? And also, it was against the Panthers, so it's like, correct. So it's like hard because like I don't really see. Like maybe I could take a throw at a quarterback, but like it's like the one position I don't need right now. Because like wide receivers, like that's pretty. Not great. Those can be hit and miss a lot, yeah. So Like maybe Puka, but like he's, again, that's only going to be for a couple weeks until Cooper comes back, if he comes back strong. But again, he has, what is it, what is he called, that exercise friend? Movement. Sure. Oh, movement, movement specialist, yes. Somebody yeah. teach him how movement, to move. Movement specialist. And then there's Rasheed Rice, who looks like Rasheed Rice. That'd be cool. Probably the running back for the Green Bay Packers, but I feel it would be a waste for me to use it right now. Yeah, that's fair. But then that's what right. happens, though, is that we have this league, and they're like, Alex, why don't you pick anybody up? And truth be told, it's because I have the first waiver warrior pick up, and I'm like, I'm going to waste it, and I don't want to waste it. And then I waste it by not using it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll close this with this. I do feel every season the first two to three weeks – is the time to pick up the waiver wire gold. It's it's the time that people shine and show you what they could do the rest of the season, and we didn't draft, and by the time you get to week seven, eight, nine, it's slim pickings for the rest of the season. So, mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to make a statement, and I want you guys to react to it in 15 seconds because we're running long. We like to talk, but that's fine. So here's a statement. Taji Spears played more than Derrick Henry in the Saints game. Steve, go. It's got my attention, but I don't think the needle's moved yet. Cam. Okay. Alex. Good for Derek having a new friend. Love it. All right, what do you think about the rookie quarterbacks? Uh, number number eight, um, Bryce Young. Decent stat line, 20-38, 148 yards, touchdown, two picks. Um, his team only scored 10 points, though. Uh, CJ Stroud, uh, 28 of 44 for two, 242, but zero touchdowns and zero picks. And his team scored nine. Um, and then my boy, Anthony Richardson, 24 of 37 for 223, a touchdown, a pick, and 10 carries for 40 yards. Alex. I was not like any of them. Yeah, go ahead. I like Anthony Richardson, but, like, when I was watching the little bit that he played, like, he kept trying to, like, mow guys over, and then at the end of the game when it was a clutch thing, he got injured and had to get taken out. So I don't know if he's going to be able to sustain that. Cause I, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, the other two, I they didn't do anything I didn't expect, you know? There's no real, like, amazing story there for me. It's like they didn't go do horribly, and they didn't do great. So, you know, yeah. good for them. I don't think we have the second coming of the next 
quarterback goat in this class. So the fact that all th- three of them didn't light it up is not a surprise. Cam? Um, I'd say that Richardson did a lot better than I thought he would. Um. I just didn't, I didn't know much about him coming out of college, to be honest. I thought he was going to be a project QB, um, that they were taking, you know, with a lot of high upside in the first round. Um, the 10 carries for 40 yards while also throwing for 223 is, is impressive to me. Um, but man, he's got to learn to go down. He got decked. Yeah. And had to leave the game. Um, so that'd be my big concern. Um, Bryce and CJ, I, to me, they're like one and one A. They're, they're, I don't have, I don't mean one and one A like I like them better, but I just mean like they seem like the same QB to me. Um, so I don't know. Steve? Bryce Young failed the eyeball test in every way imaginable. He did not look the part. Um, I joked with you guys about this. The problem is when he gets hit, like he's so small, it's literally like you need to take out, hey, take out your brother at full speed. Like I don't get how he survives two years in the NFL. His demeanor on the sidelines did not impress me. Uh, CJ Stroud seemed like those numbers got buffed up as the game went on and the, uh, the Ravens could pull back on the defense. Was not impressed by him. Anthony Richardson looks like he could be a quarterback. Um, I'm kind of with Cam. I don't know a whole lot, but he looked the best of the three. So I'm intrigued by him. I, I'm ready to call buffs on the other two, and I won't stay here too long because I know we've got to move on. But uh, in preparation for dynasty drafting, I looked at the last 10 years of who, the, what the second quarterback drafted in the NFL has done, not just being the number two pick, the second quarterback drafted. Guys, it's literally Patrick Mahomes and nine busts. So I don't know what it is, but. Uh, C.J. Stroud isn't the guy that's going to break that streak. That's very interesting. I didn't even know that. I'm not surprised, though. You're, you're finding your trends. That's <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Um, I, I love the – Sorry, I'm getting sorry, a lot of feedback. Lot of feedback. Um, um, here we go. So let me, while Lucas is making sure everything is okay, we're going to talk about uh, – Keep on loving you and time for me to fly. Guys who had good weeks in week one that we think are going to do we think is going to continue and guys who fluttered in week one is it time to sell on them? Yeah. And I was, I was, I love the titles. Thank you for the eighties reference in the theming. So, uh, one being low, 10 being high. How confident are you that these, uh, these guys, uh, in their stat lines in week ones are signs that they are going to keep it up? And, and outperform. So we got five players here. I'll just go around. Hold on, hold on, real quick, Lucas, I want to give you the floor, but I'm going to wager now. Cam and I are going to just disagree on at least four of these first five. And well, go. It, it, I was going to say, in essence of time, you can say if you disagree or agree, but I'm going to give you each one player. So, Steve, you take Calvin Ridley, eight catches for 100 yards, 101 yards and a touchdown. He's back. That's what I like to hear. Cam agrees. Alex, Michael Pittman, eight catches for 97 yards and a touchdown with a rookie quarterback. Can you keep good, that up? Good for you, Mr. Pittman. I think so. Um, Cam, we'll give you somebody different because you we talked to uh, uh, Brandon Ayuk um, earlier, um, and you're going to need to unmute yourself because I muted you because you were my feedback. Uh, Brock Purdy, 19 of 20, 
nine, 220 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, I think he'll keep that up. Steve, Brandon, Ayuk, eight for 129 and two touchdowns. I disagree with you guys about your love of Brandon Ayuk. This isn't a knock on Brandon Ayuk. I'm not saying Brandon Ayuk sucks. Um, I think the concern with any of the 49ers receivers were it was a four-headed monster with Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, and McCaffrey. So Ayuk's numbers were great, but he also well, he did that off eight targets, which is nice but not fantastic. So he caught all his targets. I don't think that's going to happen every week. I think he's a fine receiver, but I think – this is going to be the exception and not the norm. I still think we're on a four-headed monster, and it's going to be somebody's turn every week. Can we call it a three-and-a-half monster? Because Kittle is hurt like every other week. Not not now that those those Little Caesars commercials are out. We cannot. <laughs> uh, Alex, Alex, Jacoby Myers, nine for 81 and two touchdowns. Can you keep that up? What team is he on? The Raiders. No, he's on the Raiders. Uh, fair point. Steve, can you agree? No. I think Jacoby Myers could have a pretty – I think he's going to be a great Robin to Devontae Adams' Batman. Yeah, I agree. I think he is not – he he was never a number one wide receiver. He's a, he's a great number two receiver. Yes. Yeah. All I right. I appreciate all of y'all's comment on that one, but uh, – you don't know what you're talking about, comparatively. Uh, yep, let's flip it around now. Here's some uh, <laughs> underwhelming uh, performances. Uh, again, one being low, ten being high. How confident are you? Now, this is a little backwards. Uh, how confident are you that they will continue to struggle? So if a, a ten means, yeah, they sucked in week one and they will continue to do so, and one means, no, they're going to be bouncing back. So... Uh, Cam Rashad White, uh, 17 carries, 39 yards, and two catches for 10 yards as the lead back. Well, seeing he's as how he's on my team, I really hope that he bounces back. But um, he is tops on my list for being one of the first people dropped off my team. Um, again, kind of what Steve said about. Um, Bryce Young, like he just doesn't pass the eye test. I was hoping he would, but 17 for 39. Oof. How much of that you think is people look across the line and see Baker Mayfield under center and they're like, yeah, we'll just stop the run and I dare you to beat us in the air. It's possible, <laughs> but I mean, he did. On the flip side, I, I also have Mike Evans, so I hope that still continues. Yeah, so, well, I have Chris Godwin, so I'm right there with you. Yeah. Uh, Steve, you talked about Josh Jacobs earlier. So, Alex, Josh Jacobs, 19 carries for 48 yards and two catches for 23. I don't think it's indicative of enough after the first game, but it was, yeah. I'd say give him some time. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, again, like I said with Gino last year, he did. With all he did last year, I'm not going to judge him on one week, on week one yet. Um, Steve, Justin Fields, 24 of 37 for 216 yards and a touchdown and a pick and about 60 yards rushing. Middle of the road, uh, five. I think it's year three. We should have seen more from him than this, conversely. 
I just, we just don't see quarterbacks like this, this young man all the time. Um, so he will have good games just because he's such chaos back there. He's going to make things happen, but, uh, unimpressed with what we've seen in the progression so far in year three. So middle of the road five. Cam, Cam Akers. We'll give you the Cam. 22 carries for 29 yards and a touchdown. I'm going to go a solid eight on this one. I just don't think he's ever going to be what people hope he's going to be. Um, and, again, he will probably end up hurt at some point this year. Uh, Alex, Gino, 16 of 26 for 112 yards and a touchdown. I like Geno Smith. I think it was a hard game. And also, he had my favorite moment of the week this week. Did you see that one where uh, Aaron Donald was sprinting at him? Oh, yes. He was like, oh, my gosh. Yep. And, like, threw the ball away. Like, the microphone picked him up. Yes. (laughs) Seeing him barreling at him and going, oh, God. And then he, like, throws it. Yeah, like, in pure fear. That made me like him more, and I think he's going to be great. It made him very relatable, that's for sure. Yes. Yeah. He reacted like how I would have, except I wouldn't have thrown the ball as hard at the ground. Yeah. Uh, Steve, Daniel Jones, uh, 15 of 28 for 104 yards, two picks, and 13 rushes for 43 yards. Eight and a half. The fact that they are indebted to this guy for $41 million a year over the next four years, I think, creators this franchise. There had to be a better option than this. Um, unimpressed. Yeah, I still take him over Zach Wilson, though. All right. Alex, uh, Hello. I need to, I need to go take a whiz. So, uh, do you have anything you could fill the air with for a little bit? Yeah, you ready? Yep, go ahead. Down for Alex Turner's one for one. It's really not that special. This is a game that someone made me play the other day, and I did really bad at it, and I figured I would bring it here. Okay. If you know the answer to this already, don't spoil it for nobody. Okay. All right, you ready, Steve? I saw you were looking on the ground for something, probably picking up, picking up your snacks. All right, he's up here. All right, y'all. I have a door. Okay, there's a door. All right. Joe Burrow can go through the door. Okay. Geno Smith can't. Okay. Now I want you to name some other players. And I want you to try to figure out who can go through and who can't. This game sounds awfully racist. It's not. You're making it racist. <laughs> well, you make some guesses. Can T. Higgins go through the door? He can. Uh, can Jared Goffle please go through the door? Yes, he can. Can Zach Wilson go through the door? No, he can't. Can Aaron Rodgers go through the door? Who? Can Aaron Rodgers go through the door? Yes, he can. Alex, this is very cerebral. I'm disappointed in you. Why? (laughs) Because it's not stupid? (laughs) Can Patrick Mahomes go through the door? Uh, no, Patrick Mahomes can't go through the door. Can I go through the door? You're not a football player. Can Young Way Koo go through the door? Oh, man. 
Yes, Young Wei Koo can go through the door. Can T.J. Watt go through the door? Yes, yes, he can. What's on the other side of the door? Money. Sweet. I wish I could go through it. Can Green Bay offensive lineman Lucas Patrick go through the door? No, no, he can't. These all people who just signed like an extension or something. He would not know if Lucas Patrick signed an extension. Well, <laughs> you no, don't know that. The other people did, but he knew that answer too quick. I could have a list open right now. You would not have got to Lucas Patrick that quickly. Mm, okay. Steven playing a metagame trying to find out the answer by questioning my knowledge of football practices. Yep. What team is he on? I think he's actually Chargers. He just said it. Oh. And I forgot. (laughs) Okay, Steve, you're you're really good at numbers and finding trends. What's going on here? I'm trying to think if it's the syllables in the names or what letters in the names, but when he said... Patrick Mahomes could go through the door. Through he can't go through the door. He can't. He can't. Then yeah, that was that. That changed what I was thinking. Um, and Geno Smith and Joe Burrow are the same amount of syllables. How about the How about the number of characters in their name? Is it an odd versus even thing there? That'll be my guess, Alex. You're wrong. Uh, well, there you go. I'm out. I'm sorry, could TJ, could TJ Watt go through the door? Yes, TJ Watt can. Could DK Metcalf go through the door? No. It's, so it's not about the first name, I don't think. Is it jersey numbers? I don't know. Is it? Like odds and evens? I don't know. He's not going to know that that quickly. I could have a list open. You could. Come on, Lucas, throw some names out there. <laughs> no, I'm totally lost, and I'm, I'm just observing the show at this point. <laughs> can Jameer Gibbs go through the door? Yes, Jameer Gibbs can go through the door. I need, uh, I need more so context than this. Yeah, I'm going to no, go crazy number of things. These people have. Can Justin Herbert go through the door? Can Justin Herbert go through the door? No, he cannot go through the door. Justin Herbert can't. Patrick Mahomes can't. Is it AFC, NFC? Did we do that? No, he wouldn't know where Lucas Patrick played for. Bro <laughs> went through. That's a position. It's got to be the name. It's got to be something about the name. All right, this is this is compelling podcast silence here. Alex, help us out. Okay. So, how you doing today, Lucas? I'm doing great. You meant help me out, help me out by making some content, right? I'm going to help you out by making some content. Hmm. Well, see, it's okay that it's quiet because then that gives the audience time to think. <laughs> yes, and I'm trying really hard to hear what their answers are. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> all two of them. <laughs> they're all their young guesses. Come on, name a football player, Lucas. Um, does Jamison Williams go through the door? 
Yes, Jameson Williams can go through the door. That's great. Are you flipping a coin? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> can Dan Campbell go through the door? Yes, Dan Campbell can go through the door. Because no doors can stop Dan Campbell. That is very true. All right, I'm giving you guys a minute. Aaron Jones makes it through the door. What did you say? Can Aaron Jones get through the door? Aaron Jones can get through the door. Seems like everybody we've said with an A in their first name can get through the door. Yeah, can A.J. Dillon go through the door? A.J. Dillon can go through the door. Okay. You said Jared Coffa, please can go through the door. Aaron Carr can go through the door. No, Goff can't go through the door. Goff can. Let's go through the door. He can. He can. Right. Yes. And Dak, go, Dak Prescott go through the door. Yeah. He's calculating something. I yeah. can hear his keyboard. Yes, Dak Prescott can go through the door. So it kills my theory. It makes me less confident in my theory, but everyone with an A has been able to go through the door. Interesting. Uh, Mayor Gibbs can go through the door. Aaron Rodgers can go through the door. These people all have more vowels in their name. Vowels? No. Can Andy Dalton go through the door? Andy Dalton cannot go through the door. Hello, everyone. CJ Stroud can't go through the door either. Jamal Williams can go through the door. Okay, you guys have 20 seconds, and then I'm cutting this off. (laughs) I give up. This is too much. Darn it. All right, well, no one will ever know then. Okay, (laughs) thanks for that one-on-one-for-one. Let's take this out. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Quitters. (laughs) We're going to do this every week until we figure it out. Yep. I I am just kidding. Google search does not give me the answer to this question. <laughs> I did the same thing. Who can go through the goddamn door of football player is what I searched for, and nothing came up. So, all right. Well, I'll see which one of our members of our esteemed audience can listen and talk all the junk you want, gentlemen. But we had 344 plays last December, and I will take it. All right, that's awesome. Let's thank let's you. Get that one. Steve, take us through our jankings. All right, guys. All right, so actually give me 30 seconds because I had a crash here and I lost my data sheet, so someone talk for a minute. Can Anthony Richardson go through the door? <laughs> no, Anthony, Anthony Richardson cannot go through the door. I do it. I said, damn it, Steve. Can Sam Laporta go through the door? Sam Laporta cannot go through the door. Jason Hansen can't go through the door either. Nor can John Kitten can't either. Well, who would want him in anyways? Amen. Can Joey Harrington go through the door? Damn well better. Joey Harrington can go through the door. Okay, that gets rid of that. <laughs> well, I was wondering if these were all Big Ten players at some point. Uh, All right, I'm going to set the table if Google Sheets wants to behave itself. 
Okay. Last week's Jenkins. One, Bobbert. Two, Lucas. Three, you, Cameron. I was at four. Alex, five. Derek, six. Matthew, seven. Junior, eight. Carly, nine. Lucas, uh, your missus, ten. All right, guys, who's ten this week? Kelly. This is, the, this is the only one I'm getting right. It's Kelly. Was ten, stays ten. Um, look, I don't think every week she's going to be the bottom scorer in the league by ten points, so we're not going to give into hyperbole here, but I think it did show that there isn't a lot of a lot of upside here. Uh, real quickly, you know, Dak Prescott's not going to get 12 points a game, but I think Jack... Joshua Jacobs has me nervous. I mean, Lucas, we had a sarcastic back and forth. I'm like, why is she playing Sky more? And you're like, what's she going to do, play Jacoby Myers? And at the time it made sense, but oops. Um, now that would have mattered this week. Um, the Derrick Henry thing, there just isn't anybody that gives me confidence that, that unless there's a big free agent pickup that she's going to get much higher than seven in the foreseeable future. That's fair. I mean, there's gold in that those waiver wires for the first couple of weeks, so there's a shot. Nine. Carly. Mm. Uh, yeah, Carly. Uh, I'll stick with that, too. You all are batting perfect. Was nine, stays nine, Carly. Well, I mean, she had a pretty, I mean, I'd, I'd say a better week than I thought she would have, even with Higgins getting goose-egged. On uh, eight targets. I know. Um, the nice thing is that Eckler and Lawrence showed up um, and played well. Um, Higgins, really, I mean, if he puts anything on the board, she's going to do a lot better. Um, I'm a little bit surprised at how well or how badly Cooper did. Um, three receptions on thirty with thirty-seven yards. I I expected more um, out of the Cleveland offense, especially with how bad they spanked the Bengals. Um, Connor, I mean, even though he's going to basically be the entire Arizona offense, still it's still going to be the Arizona offense. Um, so nine and a half points there. Um, She's going to need help, but, you know, getting Travis Kelsey back is certainly going to help. Um, I want to weigh in on that quickly. I don't, I was reading something real early today, like they drained his knee and blood was coming out, which uh, the professionals oh, say no. that indicator for week two availability. Well, when he does, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, was, whenever he does come back, he's going to at least be an upgrade over Deontay Johnson. Um. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know, what do you do there? I mean, where do you get help? I'm guessing she should target some wide receivers on the waiver wire. Um, but, yeah, she's got she's got the ability to bounce back. I'm a little nervous, though. I don't want to cut you off here, but, you know, we've got the Deontay injury, Deontay Johnson injury. He's out a few weeks. Austin Eckler's questionable. He's always questionable, so he might be okay. If we don't have Travis Kelsey back, I mean, that's, th- that's three high-value picks she's going to be without. 
That's true. And she's got Burks and Juju on the bench, which that was a grand total of like nine points between them. So that's. Uh, sorry, real quick, is people who, what's your take on David Montgomery? I don't mean to sidetrack this, but like I have been anti David Montgomery since like, you know, his second game in the league. So now that you watch him as a lion, what do y'all think? I think he has the ability to be really good because he's got the best offensive line in the league now rather than the Bears offensive line. Um, do I think he's going to be the superstar? No, but I think he did exactly what he was expected to do in that game against Kansas City. 74 and a touchdown, like, that's perfect. I will take that every week. Would you rather have him or last year's version of Jamal Williams? I would rather take the 74 yards and the touchdown rather than Jamal Williams, two touchdowns and four yards. I think Montgomery was balling. He was, like, running people over, and he was not going down. That last drive to, like, you know, like, finish out the game, God, Montgomery did so good there. Like, there's so many times, like, we would not do that. I don't remember the last time it's like, Hey, you need to get a first down and you can win the game. I don't remember the last time we did that and won a game. You know what I mean? And yeah. all, like David Montgomery was just pounded through dudes. Yeah. And I, he's going to benefit once Gibbs gets more time on the field and they start working him into like the slot and things like that. If, if he and Gibbs are both on the field, you, you can't cover them both. Mm-hmm. Number eight. Yeah, what do you guys think? Me. Who? Me. Oh. I'm going to say Matt. I'm going to go Matt. Alex is the only one still with a chance to go perfect. Alex falls three spots from five to eight. Alex will lay out and let you talk log form in your team. But I want to say uh, Kelly had the low score of the week, and I don't have a lot of confidence in the short term. You had the second lowest score of the week. I have more confidence long term. Joe Burrow isn't going to give you ten points. You've got two on the bench either to play the hot hand or make a trade. Chubb was great. Diggs was great. Keenan Allen was fine. Tyler Lockett's not going to go two for ten. Joe Mixon was okay as a flex. Like, I think it was just, uh, literally, if your quarterback had an average game, you would have been in the top half of scoring in the week. I think that, uh, this was a blip on the radar of a team that I still think is closer to four than eight. I think I lost this week due to bad weather in Ohio. <laughs> I think that that was a major thing, but I still do like my team too. It's hard though, because like, if I started two, I would have won. Because he he balled. Was he the number one QB last week? He had to have been. Yeah, 49 points. Because he was killing it. I don't know if anyone outscored him. Yeah, he was the number one QB last week. So, like, if I had him in, what would I have gotten? Like, 170 points or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. You can play the what if if game to death, but in week one, there's no way you're playing Tua over Joe Burrow. Oh, absolutely not. But, like, even next week, I still might start Joe Burrow because that's how much confidence I have in the guy. It was just kind of like an iffy situation. So, like, I'm not worried about it either because if Tua can perform, I can always make that change down the season too. And then I also have trade potential too because I have two solid quarterbacks. So I'm not really worried about it. I just think it was a bad week. It was a bad week for all my teams. I'm 
0-2-1 in fantasy. So, um, but no, I still think I have a good team. It was just a mediocre week, and unlike everybody else, my defensive players did not come to play. So <laughs> that also helped. But yeah, I believe in them. Seven. Matt. Matt. Uh, I'm going to actually say myself. Lost the game and five spots in the ranking, I think. Lucas goes from two to seven. Yep. What do you think? Where are you at with your team, Lucas? Uh, well, we've already talked about the defensive players and how they screwed me over. Um, it was okay. Um, I, I mean, my first pick, Bijan, got 17 points. Great. Thank you. Uh, Hertz performed at point zero zero four points less than Josh Allen. <laughs> so, like, neither of them had good week ones. Um, I, I, it's, it's the first week. Uh, again, we, we talked about Debo earlier. I wish he would have gotten the targets Ayuk did. Um, Chris Godwin, I'm not entirely in love with yet. I will still keep him in. And I made the right call by throwing Madison in for Najee Harris. Um, it, it just didn't work out for me. So, um, it's always hard to lose in week one and it's even harder to lose by two points on the final drive of the Monday night game. Um, We'll keep at it. I'm going to quick say real quick, uh, Diamond in the Rough, uh, Deontay Johnson is out, and I like George Pickens to begin with. I think that is going to be a good few weeks coming out of that part of your lineup. We'll see. They still have Kenny Pickett thrown to him. You're not wrong about that, but, you know, let's also see what he looks like against a non-San Francisco 49er team. That's also a good point. Yeah, Pickett does get better as the season goes on. Agreed. All right. Six. Matt. Matt. Hmm. Matt. Uh, you guys all are correct. Lost, but did bump up one spot in the Jenkins from seven to six. Yeah. He unfortunately ran into the freight train that was Junior and his defense. Um. <laughs> But Lamar could be a problem. Um, 15 points. That's just obviously not going to get it done. And he's, correct me if I'm wrong, he's had more bust weeks than average projected weeks. And like, yep. the last, like he's okay. just not been good in our scoring system. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, no one else showed up. I mean, he had Christian Kirk for 1.4 points. Um, DJ Moore, he, you know, I feel that one. I had him on my team last year, four and a half points. Um, Delvin Cook, as we said earlier, he'll get, he'll get better as the season goes. Um, and again, Cooper Cup will return. It's just what Cooper Cup will he get? Um, Again, I think he's going to need to target some wide receivers, too, to improve, but um, he's got the chance. I mean, he's got Michael Pittman on the bench. I, I love Michael Pittman. That's one of my biggest swings and misses so far of the year. 
Yeah, pity city. I mean, even yeah. the the unfortunately thing is the unfortunate thing is even if he made all the correct plays, he's still gonna lose because Junior scored 193 points. How concerned are you though that um, I, now? Granted, he probably isn't even concerned because he's got Brees Hall on the bench, but. Man, watching Brees, I, I was thinking the same thing with Delvin Cook. Uh, he's going to be scoring early and often. Early, yeah, it's like slowly bring Brees Hall back in, but screw that. Brees mm-hmm. Hall's their number one. I mean, he's, they both looked really good, but, um, that might be the worst possible spot for him. If they both play very good every week and, and share the very good carries, you know, like, um, you don't have one like going off for a lot of points. I mean, it, it, I think the game plan was when Roger with having a healthy Rogers, when they get around the goal line, he's going to cook. will get the touchdowns within five yards, just like Jamal Williams last year with the lions. Um, that now all falls apart with Wilson being the quarterback, but cook, I still think is a good running back. I don't I still don't think that, Minnesota should have let him go last year. I mean, but that is what it is at this point. Yeah. I love this team. I think uh, you make the substitutions just with what you got on your bench. We'll put Brees Hall and Michael Pittman instead of Dalvin Cook and Christian Kirk or DJ Moore if you want. I think this is a – I think they're still in good shape. It's a good week. Bad result. I didn't realize he had Brees – uh-huh. And Cook. Yep. Yeah. It was a smart play to lock up that backfield. Yeah, but brother in Christ, you gotta play Brees. Boy. All right, we're in the top half of the tax bracket now. Number five. Sexiest man alive. Steve? I'm talk I'm talking about Steve, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Derek. Alex, you went with me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you're all wrong. Cam? Was three, drops to five. Yeah. Yeah, well, three interceptions. Before I get the take on things I never got to ask you, Cam, like you started the season at three. Were you cussing me out, or did my point of the injuries were what moved you from one to three feel like no, a fair evaluation? Um, no, I mean, I, again, Lucas was right. I came out of my draft just thrilled. I was pleased as punch. Um, I was hoping that the Taylor situation re- would resolve and he would go to a, a better team. Um I hate that they put him on IR, um, but that, again, that was the chance I took. I couldn't pass him up where I drafted him, um, especially since I needed a running back. Um, yeah, it's still not a mistake, even no. after what we know right now. No. no. Um, but I was going into this week, I expected to hit my projections, and, again, Three interceptions and a fumble by Josh Allen. I, I again. I mean, we were talking last night. I I went to bed after the fumble, and when they when the Jets got their first down, fully expecting to lose. I thought they were going to run out the clock, 
and kick and kick the field goal at the end. And I didn't know that I woke up this morning and found out I won. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Freaking kidding me. Sorry. Um, um, but Son of Christ, we're, we're good. But that one we want to go I, back to apologize yeah. Um, but the thing that worries me about my team is that my running backs were a non-factor again. You know, I just, for some reason, that just seems like something I have not been able to figure out the past couple years. Um, and it's not that I draft bad running backs per se. I like, I get good names, but they just don't show up. Walker, eight and a half, eight and 8.7 points. Um, I had to find someone for, and so I played Jamal hoping he would get the volume because Kendrick Miller was gone and, uh, Elvin Kamara is out. So he got every touch. He just didn't do anything with it. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. McLaurin didn't show up. I was hoping he'd come back. Um, but he didn't. Yeah, really, for your team, I mean, it, it's Walker. Walker will come back. He's He is coming off a little bit of an injury, right? So I wasn't surprised. I mean, 8.7 8. points is decent, but uh, you are I don't feel like you're a team that starts two running backs. I think you start a wide receiver in that flex spot. Walker, yours is your running back, and you throw in Mike Evans um, into that I, flex spot is, is I, what I think your play is. I thought about doing that, um, but I just didn't know – what Mike Evans I'd get, especially with Baker now. Like, Mike Evans stunk until the last game of the year last season. Um, and so I drafted him where I got him, and I was happy with it. Uh-huh. But it was more I'm going to take a flyer on him, and if I get caught holding the bag, so be it. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely happy things like like Jefferson definitely showed up. He, I'm glad I got him at four. Um, I kid. hate it. I hate it playing. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's always, there's usually a player on each team when you're playing them. It's like, oh crap, they've got him. And yeah, that was definitely it. And and watching that game, I'm like, no, stop throwing to him. It was, yeah, yeah. Kirk did in the second half. He didn't. He stopped throwing to him. I don't know why. Um, and my kicker is going to be fired. We've already talked about that. Um, yeah. So. All right, four. Speed. Yes, Stephen. I'm going to go junior. Was four, stays four. Me. So, real quick, I won't stay here long. If you would have told me that Patrick Mahomes would have a slightly below average week, Drake London would get shut out, and... Cam Akers and CeeDee Lamb wouldn't hit double digits, I would assume that I lost. So I feel pretty good about this team, that we had a bad week and we still won with the top half score. Um, this week was because of Aaron Jones, but I think not counting Cam Akers, anybody on this team could fill that role in a pinch. Um, I really like him. I'm really excited about the bench. Uh, Michael Thomas started to show a little bit of Michael Thomas. Uh, Romeo Dobbs. The two touchdowns aside, he only played about half the snaps, four catches. I think that's going to kind of go onward and upward. Um, I like where we're at. We're not a number one team right now, but we've got the foundation that I feel like I don't have to do a lot of damage control in the short term. I get to kind of build this team gradually, so I feel good. 
Always nice to start with a win. Amen. Three. Bobby. Derek. Derek. Was six, up three spots to three. Derek. <laughs> Started off so strong, Alex. I know, and then I don't get anywhere. I can't win anything this week. Cool. I mean, this feels like in the vein of what I just talked about. We just, you know, J.K. Dot, <laughs> words, eh? Uh, J.K. Dobbins, out for the year. Christian Watson never even played, and he still put in, I think, the second, third, fourth highest score of the week. Uh, really like this team. Uh, Tyreek Hill got all the, the stat line, but Jalen Waddle had himself a fine little game. Herbert was okay. You look at the bench, uh, Zay Flowers, uh, not normally a fan of rookie wide receivers, but he might be the exception. So I think this is a carbon copy of what I just said about my team. I think there is, there's a lot to like here, but there's just a little bit of work to be done to get to the next tax bracket, the next tax bracket. Two. Two. There, uh, Junior. Bobby. I'm going to say Bobby. Was eight up to two, Junior. Way to go. You deserve it, having the number one defense in the league. Let's go. See, but that's my counterpoint, too, because his top three scores was his defense, mm-hmm. a defender, and Justin Fields with 27 points. And then don't throw his kicker under the bus, either. No, I say those were his top three. And, yeah, you throw the kicker in there with 60 points. That is not sustainable. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Dallas dominated. Yeah, you scored 192 points, which is huge for this league. I, it's not sustainable. I don't know. He had the number one kicker, the number one defense, and the number one defensive yep. line and won him a game. If he had the number one quarterback, number one running back, and number one wide receiver, we'd be we'd be having a different conversation. Well, I mean, on a positive note, Justin Fields is so bad that he could literally be replaced with anybody. So he could already make his team better. Yeah, he could replace him with Kirk Cousins. Hey, Kirk Cousins did pretty good. Thirty-seven points, a lot more than Justin Fields. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think next week we're closer to being at eight than we are here too. Like maybe these, maybe some of this stuff happens again, but I mean, the concerns for me are that uh, Zeke looked like the better New England running back last week. Cortland Sutton is masked by a touchdown, which Russell Wilson doesn't throw a lot of. Tony Paw is not getting two touchdowns a week. I think we saw a normal Justin Fields week. There's still this, this feels, this is unsustainable. Yeah. The, the only positive is that Jamar only scored six. That's yep. not going to happen. Nope. So, so he'll, he'll gain some back there. Alex, Alex put a better spin on it. Go. Win is a win. Win is a win. It's unsustainable. If you got that win, you did something right. Yeah. Saying. One. Body, um, I guess. Boogie. Yeah, we won't stay here long. The highest of uh, the number one team last week put up the second highest score of the week, so I don't think we're breaking any ground here. And he did it with offensive players. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, Cam, we have seen, uh, I think for the last four years, there has been a team in the regular season um, that has carried the water for the duration. Is that going to be Bobby's team, or do you think there will be a little bit of coming back to earth by the time we get to week seven or eight? He seriously has the wide receivers to do it. Um, he sniped me on Olave, and I wanted Ridley, but I just couldn't get it to work. Um the fact that he did it with Goff as his quarterback, and again, 43 points out of Tyreek, like that'll come down, and that's not sustainable too. But like still, so what? Oh, um, 17 from Alave, 22 from Ridley. Ridley is back. Like I think Steve said, yeah. that he is the bona fide number one quarterback on a receiver. Did I say quarterback? Yeah. So I have to say with a good quarterback um, on a good team. Um, yeah, it's just he's got a good team top to bottom. I feel so lucky to be playing him next week. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait. Well, and Lord help us if he does get QB help. Like He doesn't need it, though. Like Jared Goff is a consistent 25 to 30 points a week. That's all he needs with that team. He just yep. doesn't need his QB to tank, and and Goff doesn't do it. Yeah. Unless he plays the Patriots. Yeah, I think uh, I feel less like this team can go wire to wire like some of the teams in the past because the quarterback. I think both points are valid. Jared Goff can be enough, but it's maybe enough that will keep you from being like a Hall of Fame team that we've had over the last few years. But for right now, I don't think there's anything that would make me think he's not going to be number one when we run this back again next week. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. I'm going to go to the matchups of the week, unless you guys have anything you want to pause us with. Can Harrison Butker go through the door? See, he's typing something. Harrison Butker? Yes. It could be a Google Harrison search. Butker can go through the door. Ah, good for him. What about Dicker the Kicker? Dicker the Kicker cannot go through the door. Can Cameron Dicker go through the door? No, Cameron Dicker cannot go through the door. I didn't realize that he had my namesake. I love him so much. Okay, I've derailed this long enough. Take us home, Steve. <sighs> I was just trying to cheat and see if I find something else on Google with another search. I have not. So <laughs> go through the door. Can who? Troy Palomalu. Mm. Troy Palomalu cannot go through the door. Okay. Did you so, get this from Junior, Alex? Did I get this from what? Junior. What's Junior. Lucas Jr. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Sorry. I know Lucas wants to get the ball moving, so I will start us out. All right. The Jankup of the week is three Derek versus four Steve. ESPN has picked me. Alex, what are you doing? I'm going to pick you. Cameron. Steve. Lucas. Derek. And take me. All right. Um, one, Bobby versus seven, Lucas. 
Cam, who do you have? <laughs> Sorry, Lucas, Bobby. Moving on. <laughs> Lucas. Although I'm only projected to lose by seven, but no, Bobby, it will win. I unfortunately agree, but you've got a lot of heart. I, I'll make a tattoo of that. That sounds great. Wonderful. Al- <laughs> uh, Alex, yeah, who are you? Have Bobby. Bobby. What did you say, Al? Bobby. All right. Uh, two, Junior versus eight, Alex. Lucas, who do you have? Um, Alex. Nice. I and ESPN agree with that sentiment. Alex, who do you have? I'm going to win. Oh, I'm sorry, Alex? I'm going to win. Cameron. Alex. Clean sweep. Okay. Nine, Carly versus ten. I'm sorry, no, we won't do that next. Uh, five, Matt versus six, Cam. I am going to go ahead and take Cam. So is ESPN. Alex, what are you going to do? I'm going to say Cam. Cam. I'm going to say Cam. Is it a clean sweep, Lucas? I don't know, Cam. Are you putting Mike Evans in for Jamal Williams? I'm not telling you what I do. (laughs) Well, if he does that, it's Cam. You don't know what moves I may not make? It's Cam. Cam, okay. All right, nine, Carly versus ten, Kelly. ESPN has Kelly. Alex, you. Carly. Cameron. A tie. Okay. Lucas. They both lose. Wow, all right. No, um, I'll, I'll pick, I'll pick Kelly. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Carly. Uh, I think right now Carly's team is not in great shape with some injuries, so I'm going to go with Kelly as well. All right. Recommendation of the week. I'm going to keep saying louder milk until one of you watches the damn show. It's incredible. Is that a good drink? (laughs) No, but they do teach you about a drink called the Batter Maker. That's the one kind of whiskey and a beer. I think it would kill me, but it sounds interesting. That's a show that's on. That that's a show that has Ron Livingston in it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it's good. You saw it? I've seen one episode of it, but I'm going to keep watching it. Yes. Okay. I will have a new recommendation next week. All right, Cam, what do you got? Um, I'm going to echo Alex's sentiment from last week. Baldur's Gate Three is probably my favorite game of all time. Yep. Now that I'm unemployed, I'm playing that a lot. It's great. All right, Lucas, are you also recommending Balderdash? Uh, Balderdash is a good game, but no, um, I'm going to uh, recommend a television show that comes out, um, unfortunately, at 9 p.m. on Tuesdays, and it's not this podcast, and my wife is kind of upset that we don't get to watch it on Tuesday nights uh, because I do this podcast, so go watch Ahsoka. Is that the Disney about my Bobby? It's it's the the... Stars War with hands with hands solos. <laughs> and yes. Yeah. However else you butcher names in that and kill me every time. So yeah. It's good to be known. <laughs> Xander. Uh Starfield. It's on Xbox PC. It's fun. Is that a video game or a TV show? It is a video game. It's like a Skyrim, but in space. Alex, Starfield or Baldur's Gate? Whoa. 
Baldur's Gate for sure. Baldur's okay. Gate blew me away in every single way. So. All right. I'm going to try to blow your minds here just a little bit before we wrap up. Have ever any of you ever played a modified, a modded game of Skyrim? Yeah. No. Yeah. I know. I've seen them, but I've not played one. I just feel cool. I knew the terminology. Like just, what modded means? What, well, what's a modded? What's a modded? Yes, yeah, Steve, tell yeah. us. What's a modded what game a modded of Skyrim? Skyrim? Um, a user changes the game. I'll give you that. I know I'm not using quite correct wording, but I okay. do know, like, because I got a couple of people I know who are trying to be programmers, and apparently that's the way sometimes you can impress companies and get in the front door. Yep, right. by making a mod for oh. Skyrim. So you played Skyrim with mods. Yes, that's the term I wasn't looking for. Hey. Okay. Until next time, uh, maybe we'll play some live Balderdash on air. Um, stay cool, and I will see you next week. Say goodnight, Gracie. Gracie could not go through the door. <laughs>